David Hooper, Build a Big Podcast here, back from a break. Have you ever seen that guy? He was an athlete in college. He was in really great shape. He took care of himself. And then you run into him a few years later, and he looks like John Belushi on that tiny chocolate donuts commercial. 300 pounds. He's breathing heavy. Can't climb a flight of stairs. That's me, at least when it comes to this podcast. Last month was a huge month for me. 32 podcast episodes. Those are the episodes that I actually released. I had the radio show, recorded a few of those, had a lot of red podcast interviews because that's getting ready to relaunch at the first of the year. So needless to say, I was spending a lot of time in the studio. This month, though, nothing, at least not that you've heard from me. I've done a few more red podcast interviews, but nothing as far as this podcast, Build a Big Podcast. I've got some thoughts that I think will help you if you're in one of these situations. The situations being one... You're doing nothing and you want to get back into podcasting or you've done a lot and you need a break for whatever reason. I'm not going to judge you. Let's talk about the first one. You're doing nothing and you want to get back. I've gotten a lot of questions about this lately, not because of where I've been, but because we're getting ready to start a new year, a new decade, and people have big plans. They say, I don't want this new year to be like the current year. I don't want this new decade to be like the last 10 years. I'd like to get more done. If one of those plans is to get back on the horse, do your podcast like you want to, great. And here's how I suggest that you do that. First of all, you do not need a reason to jump back in. But it can be helpful to let people know why you were gone. That's what I did at the beginning of this episode. I exhausted myself last month. 32 published episodes, several interviews, at least a couple of radio episodes, maybe three. Usually we do those every week, but we're starting to wind down for the holidays. And when you have the opportunity to share those things with your audience, let them know you're busy, let them know you're burnt out. That is an opportunity to better connect with your audience because you are showing your humanity. A lot of listeners, maybe most, they think that podcasting is easy. And the reason they think that is because you're good on the mic. You edit your episodes so that you sound better on the mic. You run it through compression. You've got a noise gate. You do everything you can to sound great when somebody listens to you. But listeners don't know that. They don't know the work that it takes, the outlining, the knowledge that you have to have, the skill that you have to have, the editing, the post-processing. They don't know that. And by explaining where you were, I'm busy, I did this many episodes, I had to prep them, I had to edit them, I had to do post-production on them. That's the opportunity that I'm talking about that shows your humanity. It's the opportunity for somebody to become more invested into your podcast because he now knows how much work goes into it. I've said this a lot, but it's worth repeating, that when you know the story behind something, you become more engaged in it. I saw this Netflix documentary recently. I think it's called The Movies That Made Us. And there are four movies that are featured, Dirty Dancing, Die Hard, Home Alone, and Ghostbusters. And this documentary takes you through the process of how those movies are made. By doing this, it gives you a new appreciation for them. Something else I mentioned, this is in my book, Big Podcast. It's what I call the juggling chainsaws situation. And that happens when you've got a juggler, a literal juggler, somebody who juggles things, bowling pins, fire, chainsaws, balls. These guys get so good that it looks 
easy. I don't know if you've ever tried to juggle, but imagine it for a second. Not that easy. And there is an element of danger. So what somebody will do, if he's a great entertainer, before he brings out the chainsaws, he starts off with the balls, the juggling pins, maybe fire. He'll drop one of these things just to show there's an element of danger. So you're on heightened alert when he brings out the chainsaws. You're thinking, man, this guy might chop his hand off. You don't think, oh, that's easy. That's easy. That's the worst thing that can happen. But we all do it. I kind of live on a hill. It's not much of one, maybe 15 degrees. And if you were to watch somebody run up and it's like, what the hell's wrong with that guy? So out of shape. But then if you were to do it yourself, totally different thing. Maybe you've been there. Oh man, I got new appreciation for these athletes. They're actually a lot better than I thought that they were. Same thing with your podcast. People think that it's easy because you make it look easy. So congratulations on making it look easy, but bring people into the fold. Let them know that it's not easy. And I'm not saying complain. and go, Oh God, it's so hard. It's hard to do a podcast. Don't be like that. Nobody wants to listen to it. But do let people know the work that it takes for you to do what you do. When you do that, when you take a break or if you've taken a break, people will understand, hey man, he's busy. It takes a lot of work to do the podcast that he does. But regardless of whether you mention any of this or not, if you're coming back for a break or if you're just starting up, the important thing is that you do it. Jump right in, do it. Once you get a few episodes in, nobody remembers. Like, uh, I think that guy took a break. Or did he? Uh, who knows? They're just glad to be listening to you. So let's talk about when you're doing a lot, you haven't taken a break yet, but you want to take a break. This is another example of you not needing an excuse to do that. You can want a break. Any reason is good. But you also have the opportunity to share what's going on with people. Let them know how hard you're working. Let them know that you're tired. Let them know that you need a break. Let them know that you have a family that you want to spend time with. Most people who hear you are going to understand that. If somebody likes your podcast, he's going to want you to continue to do that podcast. And he's going to be patient and work with you while you take a small break as long as you come back. What he doesn't want is for you to get so burnt out that you never come back. That happens. You probably heard the stories of how many rock stars die at the age of 27. That is burnout. It is also quick success that they were not ready for. It is also drug addiction. It is also people who are making money off these rock stars that don't want them to let up because they know rock stardom is not forever and you've got to get the money while you can. Podcasting, if you are an independent podcaster and you are building your audience one person at a time and it's taking you a little time to build this audience, they are connected to you in a way that is much deeper than the average person listening to a rock star, listening to music. They know you, they've seen you on the come up, they feel part of that, and they want you to have long-term success. Because they want that long-term success, and because they feel that they know you and they do understand you, letting them in on that, no big deal. They will understand if you need to take a break. An alternative to this, by the way, if you feel like you do need a break, you can come up with a schedule where you can be consistent and regular, but maybe not as frequent. So for example, weekly instead of daily or monthly instead of weekly. The main thing is that you let people know. You don't have to, but when you let people know what's going on, they're going to stick around just a little bit longer. You don't want them to feel that you're gone forever and there's no reason to remain subscribed. Let them know you're going to be back, or if you don't know, let them know you're considering it and keep them updated and they'll stick around with you. 
Because sometimes you don't know. I thought I was going to take about a week off. Here we are, about three weeks later. What you think will be a short time, it gets longer because you get out of the habit. And this is one of the reasons that in general that I believe consistency is very important for podcasts. It takes a lot of energy to do a podcast. Think of ideas, outline, get in the studio, have that focused time on my to-do list program. I used to use something called Things, and I still do. I use a second to-do list called Amazing Marvin. I could say that I'm trying it out. i got a lifetime subscription for it, though, so I'm fairly committed. I've got hashtags for each of the tasks that I do, and I can sort them based on the energy that it takes for me to do them, what I need to put in. For example, a low-energy task, maybe I can do that late at night. I've got a focused time task. That would be something like writing a book, doing a podcast. I've got to have distraction-free time. That's maybe the stuff that comes up earlier in the day. Try to knock that out as soon as I can. If you don't plan for those things and put those things into your schedule, my experience has been that the time you need for them doesn't just happen automatically. That focused time, that isolated time, that time when you have the energy to actually do something like that, it doesn't just happen. You have to be deliberate about it. So if you are thinking about taking a break or changing your frequency, be sure to schedule that timing in so you can do those weekly podcasts instead of daily or monthly podcasts instead of weekly podcasts. Something else for you to consider if you're thinking about taking a break or maybe you're thinking about going back and you're not really sure. This is harsh, but I think you really should ask yourself this. Do you really want to do this? And if you don't, that's cool. Believe me, there are times when I would rather be writing than podcasting because I've got a message that I want to get out to people that hasn't changed. But as far as the energy level that it takes, writing takes a different level of that than podcasting. So sometimes I think about it too. And I tell you what got me back into this and said, man, I've really got to get on the mic. This is highly motivating to me. I've been doing some other interviews, some other marketing projects for the agency that I own. And I heard an old podcast I don't know why I looked it up. I think I needed an example to send to somebody. It was one of mine. And I said, man, this is good. You know, and I was witty and I was on it and I was highly engaged. And I was like, that's what I want. I want more of that in the upcoming year. And I'm going to talk more about plans for the upcoming year, the upcoming decade. But that's one of the things that I'll tease out right now. I want more of that. I want more of that wit that personality, not just to get up here and give you facts, but tell you stories and bring personality and tell those facts in a different entertaining way that you can actually connect to, not just get on the mic and be a statistician. 10% of podcasters do this, and most podcasts don't last seven episodes. This is what we call pod fade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got that. I'm trying to bring some personality into it. I'm trying to make it fun for you. I believe when something's fun, we're more likely to be engaged. Consider that when you're going back to your podcast or when you're taking a break, you want to revamp your podcast. I've done that too. If you go to redpodcast.com, I'm getting ready to release and relaunch the fourth version of that podcast. It's been going for several years. Sometimes you want to change things up and that's cool. It's one of the great things about podcasting, especially solo podcasting. You've heard me talk about this if you listen to my 30-day solo podcast challenge last month. When you are a solo podcaster, you can change things up whenever you want. So don't feel that you need to be stuck into doing the same thing you've always been doing just because. If it's not working for you, don't force it. You're going to get burnout, and then you're going to go away, and you're never going to come back. Make it work for you. Your audience will appreciate that. So do what you need to do to take the time to make your podcast to make editing easier. If you need to hire it out, for example, do it. And episode prep, I got you covered. 
I've got episode templates for you. They are free. And if you go to bigpodcast.com slash subscribe, you will get those and some other podcasting tools. You will get my guest agreement. This will make sure that you never run into any problems when you have a guest as far as permissions, somebody coming up to you after the fact, oh, could you edit this? I don't like how I sound. Could you mix me like this? That doesn't happen when you've got a guest agreement. People know exactly what they're getting into. And before they show up, they know what they need to do for you to get a great sound. That is included. Social media templates. So much in my free podcasting toolkit, bigpodcast.com slash subscribe. Thanks for sticking this year out with me. It's been so much fun. I'm excited to get back behind the mic. And I'm excited to deliver more podcast marketing content for you. Bigpodcast.com is the site. If you need to get me, reach out there. And I will see you on the next episode of Build a Big Podcast.